Welcome to Thurman Viking, season one, episode 19. So I got one more episode to go for the season over. If you haven't checked out one through 18, I advise you to go back and re-listen. Or, or not re-listen, but go back and listen so you can understand how I got to this point. A lot of people do podcasts. Some of the topics are random, but some of the topics merge into the next or keep on going, so on and so forth into the next. But the whole reasoning for this podcast is basically to not necessarily expose black people in the community, but just have the conversations that we're not willing to have as black people in our community. So, I'm going to call this episode Entrepreneur. Because it's a difference between an entrepreneur and an entrepreneur. And I'm going to explain it to you. And I'm I'm, going to let you go and tell me what you feel like is different because just because that's my opinion don't mean it's a fact. Well, I didn't, I mean, a lot of times we, we start a, a subject and we really don't let each other know what, what it is. So I didn't even know that this was a something. So you have to explain to me what you feel like that, what you, I, I don't, I can't read your mind. That's right. Okay. Well, take this out. Okay. Now, during coronavirus, okay. you, me and you been talking, we've been saying, you know, we've been seeing a lot of black people thrive far as being an entrepreneur. Yeah. And I really have. And we are part of that movement, even though we were thriving before coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Our, not, I'm not going to say success, but our business still do business after coronavirus, you mm-hmm. know. So pre-coronavirus, a lot of people was not considering themselves an entrepreneur or doing things of that nature uh-huh. you know which I love being an entrepreneur it ain't no doubt about it and I love to see and meet and greet with other entrepreneurs swap information sometimes product depending on how well they accept me and how well I accept them uh-huh. but here's the difference I say an entrepreneur is someone who truly has the... Number one, I feel like you got to have the spirit of an entrepreneur. You got to actually want to do this. Okay. It can't be the spur of the moment type of situation because that's not an entrepreneur. Entrepreneurs, they have longevity in what they believe in as in they self as being their own boss. Okay. Okay. An entrepreneur... It's a capitalist. They like to capitalize on the situation. And then once it die down or change over, where have all of these people gone? Hmm. They disappeared because that's all it was. It was, oh, let me make some George Floyd t-shirts. Hmm. I make t-shirts. Now that that has passed, majority of these people I seen online holler about they do t-shirts and they doing George Floyd t-shirts, their page don't even exist anymore. Hmm. That's an entrepreneur. Oh, okay. Because it was just the opportunity presented itself. So you you jumped out there to make a quick buck. Yeah. 
as an entrepreneur, you, you, you're not necessarily looking to make fast money. You're looking to grow your business. Mm. That's what you're truly looking for. Yeah. You can't ask any entrepreneur that ever started a business or have started in trying to build a business like we are mm-hmm. or who have built businesses. Is they just looking for the quick buck so they can get out? So when, when you think about it, it has to mean something to you. Mm-hmm. Because if it don't, then how could you claim that this is entrepreneurship? Mm-hmm. It's not. It's an entrepreneur. You are entrepreneurial. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, and, and it's not just black people. You know, we're not the only people that capitalize on situations. It's a bunch of white people that, that throwed out here and made some George Floyd t-shirts. I seen that shit too. Yeah. So that's what I mean, you know. So now you can get your response to what you feel like about the situation. Um, I don't too much. Uh, you know me. I, I don't. I, I, I'm, and I'm not saying I don't really give a fuck. Like I don't though, but no, that's not the point. How you going? I'm, 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 well, you, go ahead, Nene. I'm saying I'm not saying you personally give a fuck. I'm saying like it don't. I think a lot of times when people come do stuff yeah it's it's for our financial gain and um all in all people trying to do something to make some kind of money and yeah shit'll pop up and they be like oh let me hop on this this popping right now you know what i'm saying and um you have a lot of people that'll go away like the tax people the tax time pop up you can guarantee they're gonna be gone after you know what i'm saying the date of filing taxes is over with you know they're not around all year long but when it comes to people in businesses, I think the people that disappear, it's either this shit ain't, I done made the money I can, it's over with, it's past. You get what I'm saying? I really don't, I don't care about this shit. I think people gonna make as much money as they can in a certain situation and then move on to something else. But I'm not saying that you can't move on because some businesses have to evolve to stay around. Is that not correct? Yeah. So... It's not the it's not the fact of moving on. Like I'm the thing is, here's the problem. If you tell somebody that there are opportunities, they get mad. But you only mad because it's the truth. You're not mad because somebody wrong. You mad because you don't want to hear the truth. Mm. So, like I said, being an entrepreneur, it, it, it's a is it's a true ring to it. Like it's it's an understanding. That I'm trying to grow my business. I'm not just trying to get, let's say, $10,000 and, and go on by my business. Yeah. I'm trying to actually build a business. Yeah. That's what entrepreneurship is. Mm-hmm. It's not just creating a product or creating an invention. It's actually building a business. Mm-hmm. So if you're not doing that, then how could you say you're an entrepreneur? That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You're not. And yeah, that might that might sting to a lot of people. It might sting like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Because it's not about how much money you made. Is that is you trying to build a business or are you just trying to get this quick money? Cause think about this. Say say this. Say this. Like I said, when George Floyd got killed by the police, right? Mm-hmm. When I tell you, at least fifty thousand people was online 
saying that they make George Floyd t-shirts, right? Yeah. Where are they now? Mm-hmm. They don't even exist. Mm-hmm. The ones that was in my group, because I'm in a an entrepreneur group, yeah. you know, for Tennessee, you mm-hmm. know, in Nashville area, you know, Chattanooga. Well, I ain't getting the one for Chattanooga because it's, it's like 38 people in there, you know, so. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying, you know, I, I, I went for the bigger platforms, you know, like Nashville and, and Knoxville and things of that nature because it had, you know, 13K, 26K. Yeah. So, you know, my whole thing is all these people that was coming out the woodworks when an incident happened, mm-hmm. claiming to be entrepreneurs and saying this is what they do, most of their pages are not even active and don't even exist anymore. Yeah. You know, which I think is completely unfair because... You know, my whole thing is like this. I do business with a lot of people, you know, and say over the years, some people have been repeat customers, some people have not. Mm-hmm. And I understand that. Maybe they found some battle, some different, some else. Yeah. But for my repeat customers, if I make all the money I want, I, I can make and then shut down, what about my repeat customers? Yeah. You know, could I even consider myself a good business person if... I'm just in it for the money. And then once I get your money, I give you a product and I shut down. And you like, damn, what happened? Mm-hmm. I'm not a storefront. So it ain't no reason for me to shut down. Now, if I was losing money from a storefront, I would understand. I would be like, well, you know what? I got to relocate this to the crib. Yeah. But I I, I don't, I'm, I'm not angry or frustrated I just want people to understand the difference. Because a lot of people think they dealing they when when people selling shit, everybody always assume they're dealing with a person that, that has an entrepreneur spirit that is themselves the embodiment of an entrepreneur. And that's not true. Mm. That's true. <clears throat> I get what you're saying. I truly do. I understand what you're saying. I just, you know. You disagree. No, it's not that I I don't I'm not disagreeing with you. What I'm saying is, you know, people have they they shit. You know what I'm saying? It's no different from to me. I just look at it as a whole, and it's no different from a nigga going from weed to crack. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's true. That's that's definitely true. <laughs> so shit, it's like now nah, this weed ain't hitting like it it used to. Let but me see that, that, <laughs> But see, that's what I'm saying. That's a changeover, right? Yeah. They still trying to make money. Yeah. What I'm telling you is a lot of people didn't even do that. They didn't go from making this T-shirt to another T-shirt. You know, they went from, I'm only making these T-shirts, and then I don't even exist anymore. Mm. You know, and I, I, I just think that's, for me, that's bad. Because now, you know, people are skeptical with dealing with somebody like me because of all of the backlash that everybody been complaining about on social media about how all these entrepreneurs just disappeared. Now, I want to say this. I, I heard you use the word skeptical. You know, I always try to speak great forces within you. You know what I'm saying? I get it. It would cause skepticism, but if somebody's skeptical, if you sense somebody being skeptical around you, fuck them. You know what I'm saying? Even at that standpoint, because they not looking at you as who you are. They looking at you because something else somebody has done or or the lack of. But ain't, ain't, ain't that kind of the way that we function, though? Yeah. If you think about it as, as a human being, your skepticism comes from your past situations. Yeah. 
So they're not necessarily putting you in a box with the same person, but they are. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because they haven't dealt with you, but they feel like everybody's the same. They're just like, check this out. You don't really drink beer. We 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 neither one of us drink beer, right? No, yeah. But when we do drink beer, what do we say? I don't like this shit. You don't like it, but what do you say about the beer? Most of them taste what? Like shit, the same. Most of them taste the same. Mm-hmm. But a person who drinks beer every day will tell you, you know, Coors don't taste like Michelob. Michelob don't taste like Budweiser. Budweiser don't even taste like Bud Ice. Mm-hmm. And you like, for me, everything tastes the same. Yeah. But you not doing business with these companies to understand the difference. Mm-hmm. So that's your skepticism. Mm-hmm. Even though you not being, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's it's not it's confusing a little a little bit, but it really it's not. Cause what I'm trying to say is like you you not giving these people your business to see the difference. Mm-hmm. But to, to a person who actually giving these business they they money to they see a difference. Well, yeah. They can tell the difference. I think when it all boils down to it, people honestly, I think about this and just hear me out. When you look into a business to to get something, like the product do catch your eye, true enough. But when it comes to like when you 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 focusing on like a small business like us, you really buying the person, how they make you feel. You get what I'm saying? Cause you can go to Amazon and not deal with nobody, period. Yeah, I could. But when you think about when you do drop off for me, everybody like, oh, let me talk to you. You like, no, nah, it ain't. I'm the delivery person with these herbs. This other shit, my shit. You know what I'm saying? They really buying you because of how you make them feel. It's not the product. They can go with no person contacting and get that shit off of Etsy and some more shit. You know what I'm saying? It's about how the person sell it. You got motherfuckers that actually do got the gift of gab. You got motherfuckers that think they got the gift of gab. You get what I'm saying? Well, I don't feel like I got the gift of gab. I think I am just business savvy. Yeah. You know, I think that's those are two different things in my book. Mm-hmm. Because the gift of gab is is just like ain't no ain't no stopping, no determining this. And being business savvy, I had to actually learn a way to be with people and, and conducting business in a manner to where, you know, I, I'll be able to sell and make money, you know, and they'll be comfortable with, with the product that they get. Everybody got the gift of game. Everybody I, I got it. So. They just have to find something that brings it out. You get what I'm saying? Some people, but when they trying to say, sell But you, you just said some people got the gift of game, but some people think they do. Yeah. So, but now you're saying every people, everybody does have it. Yeah. If think about this, how many times have you ran across one the same person where you had to constantly it's the same fucking product, but you still had to continuously go through the roundabout of the process of what you do and how you do it. And they wind up buying the shit anyway. You just gotta explain to them over and over what the fuck it is. <laughs> you got it. I definitely find that, you know, that to be a situation every time I sell Shea Butter. Mm-hmm. And they be like, so what's in it? I'm be like, it's always, I use the same exact product in a different fragrance. No. So, 
They'd be like, okay, I, I, I don't remember. Most people tell me they don't remember what, what I said in the first place. And then I explain to them, you know, my ingredients. And this is how I whip it. You know, a lot of people have different ingredients in different mm-hmm. situations. A lot of people look different. So I'm telling you, this is what I have again. And I go from there. And they be like, give me 10. You get what I'm saying? But then the next time you run into them, it's the same thing. It's not, yo, they going to buy the shit anyway. It's about the conversation you give them. Mm-hmm. It is absolutely now. If you be if you having a bad day and you explain it to them and you rushing, they're gonna be like, ah, oh, let me take two. Mm-hmm. It's not about the product. Motherfuckers make it up in their mind already that they want it. They just want to see how you make them feel. It's all it's all mental. Mm. It's all mental. You remember I used to go to the store and I'd be like, ah. Oh, Make eye contact with this cash and nah, I don't fuck with that motherfucker right there. That motherfucker cut them eyes a little too sharp for me. But then I get up there and open my mouth up. It's a whole different ball game. Next time, make sure I'm here. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it's about the flow of the conversation. It's about you. It's about how you make a person feel. And if you know you can make a person feel like they damn dripped in gold, they'll give you any goddamn thing. They'll set the rules aside or they'll buy what you got right now. That's all really what it boiled down to. If you can make a motherfucker feel good and not intimidated and not threatened, shit, that'll be your best partner and to call their friends. Hey, I got this this plug. You the plug now? You get what I'm saying? <laughs> you the plug at this point. A plug. Everybody want to have a plug. It's about how good you make a motherfucker feel. If you can execute that shit and master that shit, you an entrepreneur. <laughs> but you do have people that be like, fuck that, just go through my Facebook. I don't want to have no content. Because they don't have this right. They don't have that. They don't, they don't know how to make motherfuckers social feel good. Yeah. So, social awareness. Yeah. They don't know how to do Yeah. That's all it is. And I wasn't trying to be like, nah, you wrong. No, you absolutely right. But when the, when that mouthpiece out the chain, just think about this, Pimp C. Mm-hmm. L- looking at his old interviews and stuff like that, and you can see, I can see why this nigga's a pimp. Done one. That motherfucker uh, talk you into straight up fashionable slavery. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you, before you know it, before you know you don't want to do this shit, you doing this shit. <laughs> it's the, it's the mouth. If you can, if you can motherfucking learn how to, what they call it now, finesse. It's just another word finesse for was, fraud. Finesse was in our time. Yeah. They got a new word for it now. Another person I like uh, listening to. Uh, what's his name? I'm a hustler. I'm a, uh, damn, what's his name? Cassidy. Cassidy. A motherfucker. Kanye West. A lot of people, because it sound like gibberish. But he grab your attention. And yeah. you want to have whatever it is, no matter how chaotic it seems. You want that shit. Because he seemed free. Because what you doing is you holding all the crazy shit you thinking in. Mm-hmm. 
You get what I'm saying? Like, it, and that's all it is to it, man. Even Trump, you gotta look at that nigga. When that nigga kept hitting that, who built the cages, Joe? I wanted to know who built the fucking cages, and Joe, you know, you know. <laughs> well, we know who built the cages because the dreamers got locked up when Obama was in office. So you get what I'm saying? It's all about. I don't give a damn. Who, what the person do, what it is, if they can convince you that you are the only person for this position, shit, I'll take it. Give me two. <laughs> and don't cut me no deal. I right. want to pay full price. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, man, they, it's just it's just a hoopla bullshit. Now, I remember, you know, you can you do have people where they have a good product and they forced and they they harsh. Like I wouldn't buy shit from DMX. That nigga seemed like he'd get impatient with me. You gonna buy the shit or not? You know what I'm saying? Like now nah, I go for him to Amazon. I get it. I, I I don't disagree with you. You know, and I I understand you're not disagreeing with me, but. I feel like a lot of shit need to be understood. Mm-hmm. You know, because starting a business is definitely difficult. Trying to get out the grind is difficult. You know, like we started this podcast, you know, we started with no listeners. <laughs> you know, I think the first listeners was our family, which was like mm-hmm. three or four listeners. You know, it escalated. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that. But it's something that we started and we haven't given up on because we didn't just get two or three quick views or listens and then we like, we good. Time to go. It's something that we've been continuing in this building. And it's going to continue to build because we still putting out content and we putting out things. I feel like this. I'm going to put out who I am, how I am. You know, and anybody that come from poverty or still in poverty can relate to what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Mainly, black people can relate to what we're saying. Mm-hmm. But there is some cock- there's some cockazores out there that can relate to what I'm saying, you know? And if you offended because I'm calling you a cockazore, that's just like calling a black person black. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Or calling a black person an African-American. So, you know, that, that's just why I stay in it. You know, I, I I put this out to to embattle people's mind because nobody's doing that. None of the celebrities are actually trying to better your mind. They're telling you to go vote for Biden. And all these celebrities, Jeezy, T.I., whoever else, it don't even matter. Instead of them telling you, listen, we need y'all need to get y'all mind together. They telling you what to do and who to vote for. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not saying that they, I don't know. I feel like you know people need to learn to go on their own judgment or go on what feels good to them or what is right within themselves, not what Waka Flocka said. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's good to have a guide to where it's like, oh, this made me think. Shit that make you think is incredible. Because it can go either or. Because our belief system is messed up. Our beliefs are messed up. We don't know necessarily what's, what's really right. It it, it seems right because somebody else telling me that it made them be better. 
and I want to be that up. All people want to be better at some point. You know what I'm saying? But is this what's better for me? Because what's better for you might not be what's better for me. Mm. And I had to come to a point where I can get on. I used to get on Instagram or watch TV and YouTube and shit and see something that I disagree with to where it pissed me off. And I'd be like, oh, fuck that. And went through a whole rant and this, this, and that. And it's just like. Fuck the police. Fuck the police. (laughs) But one thing that we have learned how to do is not get the whole story. No, I'm not saying some shit is right. But I'm saying a lot of times you have to know what you're talking about before you make a judgment. We as a people are so fucking judgmental to where we judge ourselves to where we can't do shit. Starting something is not the hard part. Keeping that shit going is the hard part. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? They tell us starting a business is hard. No, the fucking ain't. Mm-mm. Keeping it going, keeping it is the hard part. Yeah. Definitely the difficult part of it. Yeah. So, with that being said, now you got to prioritize different when you know something new. When mm-hmm. you know the difference. This is, and this is what I always tell my sister when we get into our debates. The time, What they do to confuse our minds. It's like, I ain't telling you this shit didn't happen. What I'm telling you is your time frame is wrong. But no, it's not. This happened first, which caused this reaction. You couldn't have the reaction if you didn't have this action. You get what I'm saying? When 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 Mouse tells, she come and tells somebody being mean to her. She ain't tell what she did to cause this. Mm-hmm. So we need to learn that first of all, stop, observe, and learn the fucking time frame instead of acting the fool and then find it's like shoot first and ask questions later now motherfuckers don't need ask questions later they just shoot first and be dead ass wrong and be like well well no that's the fucking problem establish the timeline establish what happened first establish why you got this fucking reaction establish why this shit happened like um that this one the the last black dude that got shot in like Philadelphia or something, you know what I'm saying? It was fucked up because he got shot like a dog in the streets. Mm. But I do recollect the nigga had a knife running towards the police. Mm. Now where at that point and like the thing is, his family said they called the ambulance on him because he was out of control. Mm-hmm. Was he so much of a threat? that he could have stabbed one of y'all and Mm. then it's like he just he had seven kids had another baby on the way like was the nigga beating on his wife you know what I'm saying was he you know what I'm saying like due to the fact that y'all had to call in an outside help his brothers couldn't do it the the, the guys in the neighbor couldn't couldn't help y'all niggas was sitting on the porch before this shit out broke is it that they couldn't help or they didn't want to help why? But why wouldn't you want to help? Because he was what? You were scared what? He might hurt you. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying people deserve to get shot in the street. But I'm saying... You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know. It's just like, I'm not making an excuse. I'm not. But I'm saying, if you a threat to me, I'm going to do anything I can. I'm gonna bust your ass. Exactly. Uh, I, ain't, I, ain't gonna, I ain't no hesitating in that. I don't give a fuck what you are. Black, white, Indian, Mexican, 
if you a threat to me or mine, I'm gonna I'm gonna bust your ass. Like you gonna get you gonna get he hole. And that shit needs to. You be. might lose your life. Exactly. That's what that's what I'm getting <clears throat> to. That's what I'm getting to. And at what point do we separate somebody life being more important when it's a threat right here? Can I be a threat to you? No. So how could this man be a threat running with a knife? It was like watching a horror movie. So what do they do? Try to, you know what I'm saying? Wrestle the knife. Well, they could have tased him. Everybody want to say what somebody could have did. But at this point. You know point, what? I, and I used to think that way too. Because I'm like, I, you, you know what I used to say? They could have shot him in the leg. But guess what? You know you can die from getting shot in the leg. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. You know that. But even before we got to that point, he could have calmed the fuck down. That's true, too. I'm going to call the police on your ass. Calm the fuck down. Police? Oh, no. I don't want to go to jail. But due to the fact that he knew that these people called, which was his family, mm-hmm. the police, he still didn't calm down. So that means somebody was in harm's way. If, if, if I feel like I have to call an outside source of help, whatever happens, happens. Because that means I have to consider your life over mine? Fuck that. Because who see, I'm really protecting. What, what's so funny is... I, I, like, it, it, it's so complicated, though. Mm-hmm. It's like a spider web. It, it is because, you know, you do have some officers out here that actually have to use lethal force because they forced into a situation like that. Mm-hmm. But then you do have a lot of officers out here that do not have to use lethal force. It's a toss of the goddamn coin. Exactly. But do so you... So you don't even know who to trust. No. But then, are you trustworthy for being so irate the way I got to call a person I don't know if I can trust or not? Timeline. I, I'm, not, I'm not calling nobody. You know, personally... You know, if I feel like this. If it ain't a medical emergency, I don't involve the police in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, if they pull me over, I'm not getting smart with them. I'm talking about some, what are you pulling me over for? Yeah. Tell me now. You have to tell me this. Yeah. Because they have the right to enforce whatever they want to enforce on you. Yeah. And call it the law. Yes. And when I feel like when black people start to understand that, It'll be way less altercation. It's not that black people don't understand that bullshit. I'm so sick of watching videos of black people like, I got rights. Do you? No. They, do you? No. You get what I'm saying? Now, even with that being said, they understand it. They just want it to be different. So much so that they will get mad when it's not. Mm. You're right. You you do understand you everybody know four hundred fucking years of slavery, but don't understand that the shit's still going on. It's just dressed up different. It just got a, a new sparkly pair of shoes and shit. That's it. Yeah, you got fucking rights, but do they exercise them for you? I watched a white dude get pulled over through a traffic stop. A traffic stop. They let him through. The next officer, it was like two traffic stops, like back to back. It was a uh, DUI uh, thing. Yeah, like a that. But you, yeah, but yeah. you know, one was like two miles down the road. Yeah. The other one, 
the next stop was like, you know, something just didn't feel right about the dude, right? So he was like, get out the car. He put handcuffs on the white dude right away. They popped this nigga trunk. What he have in his trunk? I don't know. I ain't see it. A bitch. A dead bitch. (laughs) Head totally separated from the fucking body. So he done decapitated somebody. If it would have been dude behind there, if that he would have been the last stop, he would have been able to get rid of the body. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? I'm not saying. Okay, welcome back to part two, I guess, of the entrepreneurship slash entrepreneur, which I want to say this because you know when you say things online, people tend to get offended if they feel like the shoe fits. And I'm nine times out of ten when I'm speaking on this podcast, speaking from my experience. You know, I don't want nobody to say, "Oh, well, you know, he think he better than us," or he think he he's more intelligent or you know he think he more business savvy than I am because no I want this to be a conversation in a black household because I have been an entrepreneur you know it took me a while to transition to an entrepreneur and I think a lot of people don't understand the difference and then when you tell them the difference they're like well I get it but I don't get it and I'm like okay you get it. So do I. But I understand, you know, at first, me doing things that was in the realm of being an entrepreneur, I was really being an entrepreneur. Because if somebody came to me and asked me what was my yield, you know, what was my total sales, or anything of these natures that had something to do with a valid business or a valid entrepreneurship, I couldn't tell them. I can't tell them, you know, where, you know, I got X amount of uh, 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 items in stock. Or I spent X amount of dollars to restock. I think a lot of people don't understand that. Like, when you actually trying to do a legitimate business, you have to know these things. These are the things that you have to do. And for the longest, I was like, nah, I ain't doing that. Because I, I was still in the mind frame of an entrepreneur. Because I'm like, oh, I ain't letting nobody know my business. But how could I be call myself a business when I can't even grasp the concept to be professional enough to, to take inventory? Or not even just take inventory to keep some kind of records of my business. Because what if somebody wanted to sponsor me? What if somebody say, I wanted to sponsor, I want to sponsor Thurman Vikings? What's what's y'all your uh, annual income on the company? Uh what what how how much product you have in stock? And I'm like, uh man, that's my business. You think they gonna continue to try to do business with me as a sponsor? They're going to be like, 
you know, we just asking these simple questions. And see, what a lot of people don't understand is when a company come to you like that or, or somebody trying to sponsor you in sponsorship, maybe they want to give you enough money to help you get where they feel like or you even feel like you need to be. But if you can't tell them, then how can they even help? I mean, obviously, yes, some companies can help by brandishing their name with your name or, you know, big up in you, you know, some people call it, it don't matter what you call it, but that will help you, but what if you don't have enough finances to meet the demands of the new customers coming through? You see what I'm saying? So some companies do do sponsorship and will grant you a little leeway to help you with inventory, advertisement, you know, bookkeeping, whatever it may be. But if you're not willing to do that, then you got to understand the difference in what you are. Because at this point, if you trying to establish your company as a company, instead of just a house, uh, not even a, I mean, a household name is good, but not even a, a, a word of mouth thing. You want to go from past the word of mouth thing to advertisement on social media, on TV, not your personal advertisement, but sponsorship advertisement. They're saying, hey, they go to Thermal Viking, they got this. But if you ain't got your shit together, then you're not going to see this type of help. And I think that's what it's changing over for me because I'm like, okay, now I'm trying to make this work. I need to really get my shit together. I need to get out of my entrepreneur and into my entrepreneur. So you was coming from when we first did the first conversation as a, a version of reflection upon yourself. Exactly. Yeah. It, it was based, based upon everything that I'm going through and doing in my life. You know, like I said, I'm not necessarily taking shots at certain people. No, I am one of those people that was considered an entrepreneur. Mm. You know, and I'm not fully out of that realm yet because I am still implementing things within our company to make our company 100% entrepreneurship. Yeah. it's You know, it's you will have run into stuff and especially when you like you said if somebody would have came to you before you'd be like that, that's my motherfucking business but then you know sometimes we don't our mind is not prepared to get with some people at certain times you know what I'm saying or hear certain shit so yeah sometimes you'll be like damn you in my business but really not like you said coming from it they probably like okay well how much money can I make this motherfucker help with this person business and actually help them let me take this load off over here and people don't understand it because they don't look at it as a, a business aspect because I, I don't think uh, as the black community is so, I, I ain't saying everybody but a lot of people, we don't really know the business aspect you know what I'm saying, and we don't really think that we can do that shit mm-hmm. without cutting and robbing you know what I'm saying and a lot of times, that shit just right there it's just right there. You can touch it. You know what I'm saying? But you got to put that step. You got to step with the reaching. You can't just be willing to want it for everything to be right there. It takes time to build that shit. 
it takes time to build a business, but you have to expand your mind also. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people want people just want to get shit, sell shit, and then they be that on there. It is a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? So I understand where you coming from. I think another thing is the the share of information when you you in the same realm. You know, I feel like this. If somebody that I know personally or came across a good product, it don't have to be personal. You know, that's just like, you know, these companies, these candy companies. Let's say I'm looking at Snickers. Say Snickers drop a new line of candy. And is you know, the new Snickers with toffee. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody never had it. So ain't nobody trying it. But you say, hey, I'm going to try this. Let's just say you're a candy bar company. You missed a good bar, you know. And you got toffee in yours. So you like, you know, big companies don't do this. They don't, they they pretty much rival when it comes to sales and, and, and advertisement. Yeah. But I feel like as an entrepreneur in a small company, if another small company make the same product or if, if any product that I like and is good, I'm giving them a shout out. I'm not going to sit back and be like, well, maybe that's going to cut into my money. Or maybe that's going to stop me because the way I feel is ain't nobody going to stop me but me. Mm. So giving somebody a free advertisement, I mean, I I wouldn't even call it free advertisement. For me, it's more like it's, it's a good feeling to tell people about good products. Yeah. You know, and, and we've been doing this shit for years and people don't even understand it. If you like a certain piece of joint, what you gonna do? Somebody say they want pizza? You gonna say, well, I like this. They have awesome pizza. Yeah. I like their cheese. I think it's fresh. Yeah. I think, you know, it's, it's gonna be that. Yeah. You're not gonna say, well, I guess I'll take Pizza Hut. Mm-hmm. Because that's not what you like. Yeah. I know um, I do want to get in the habit of especially you know I'm out for buying shit and trying shit I always been that way (laughs) I think as people in order for us to really really come together and really support each other when you buy something once buy it twice and then gift it to somebody that would be awesome because you really sharing people shit because a lot of people getting to the point where you'll spend money on what you want to spend it on but if somebody give it to you you will definitely try it you know what i'm saying and i think we need to get in the habit of i'm trying this here you go you know what i'm saying and i never really understood a famous person saying you know if you can't afford it twice don't buy it you know what i'm saying you really can't afford it which is true when you think about it Especially when you think of big shit. You know what I'm saying? And it makes sense. And it's not hate. I think we'd be so quick to take shit personal. Just from, you know, what you were saying. A lot of shit would be taken personal. It's not even that. That's true. I don't think it should be personal when you buy somebody something. You know what I'm saying? It's just like sharing. But what you what you put out here is what you get. And we firm believers of that. Yeah. I look at it from my aspect of, you know, like we brought Dion on the show. You know, he shouted out his company, Intentions. 
And I don't have a problem with that. And I think that's the biggest problem in the black community. Like when people actually doing something that you're doing or similar to what you're doing, it's always this super competitiveness. Mm -hmm. And you're like, well, wait a minute. You don't really have to compete with somebody if you don't want to. Because think about this. You go to the store and you get a drink all the time or a soda or a pop or whatever you want to call it. You know, depending on where you're from, you call it a different name. Mm-hmm. But you get a soft drink. And it's a thousand different companies out here. Mm-hmm. It's a thousand different companies out here. But you choose what you like. Yeah. But you don't have no problem with telling somebody, oh, well, you know, Sprite came out with the Sprite remix. I love it. But you have a problem with telling somebody, hey, uh, I know somebody with this company's called Intentions. I tried this shape, but I love it. Mm-hmm. It's good. Mm-hmm. Because you're doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I think we got to get out of the habit of that because I think people be so caught up in losing money, they don't realize just the networking could actually help you. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Cause what if somebody you you shout out somebody company and then they call you and say, "Listen, man, I made this, this, and this. I have no inventory. You still selling the shea butter? You like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, come through. I I got at least twenty orders. Yeah. People network like that all the time mm-hmm. because they don't want to lose their business at the same time, but they want to have a chance to. Re- restock their inventory. Yeah. So if they get in a crunch, you might be able to help them. Mm-hmm. But how would you be able to help them if you're not willing to sacrifice just networking? Mm-hmm. You you're not willing to network. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think you know everybody. You know, it's if it's for you, it's for you. Uh, and a lot of times we get hung up on that personal shit. I don't take shit personal until it's motherfucking personal. You know what I'm saying? And I flat out know that shit personal. Then I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. You know what I'm saying? That's just like doing a podcast, you know. A lot of friends and family have uh, listened, gave us a couple of shout outs. And I appreciate that, you know. But if they was doing the same thing I was doing, obviously on the podcast, I'm definitely going to shout them out. Yeah. But I don't know nobody that shout me out that's actually doing what I'm doing. Yeah. So I don't I don't take it personal though if you don't shout me out. And I think that's what people get it misunderstood because I don't necessarily fool with you if you do shady business. You know, doing shady business don't mean your product bad. Mm-hmm. That means you a bad person. Mm-hmm. So you gotta understand it's a difference between bad product and, and shady business. Yeah. And shady business could also be bad product, though, depending on how you want to take it. But how I take it is a person who does shady business is a person who's shady, not necessarily their product. Mm. <clears throat> I get it. I, I understand completely. So, me personally, you know, if, if me and you don't really do business together, and you got multiple business, I got multiple business, and we find ourselves doing the same thing, family or not, if you're not showing me no love, don't expect that same thing coming back. Like, I'm not going to show you love because I feel like, oh, well, maybe if I show you love, you'll show me love. No, it worked both ways. 
because I look at it like this. Before I, we was doing podcasts, we would we we still had other stuff going on, you know, which I know a lot of people actually haven't supported, but they be watching. Oh yeah. And I'm like, okay, I get that you watching, and I also get that you trying to create the same content that I'm creating, but I'm 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 something like you can't you can't catch me because one day you know my t-shirt come and pop in the next day I'm out here selling shea butter you know what I'm saying and then the next day after that I'm out here doing podcasts mm-hmm. you know so you trying to keep up with me it, it, it's gonna be redundant for you you know it's not that's not a threat and that's not me being you know bad or, or messed up towards anybody that's just me stating the fact like my, how my mind work you know I'm always for the going off I'm always for the going off, and, and, and that's an expression down here in Tennessee that we use, basically saying my mind go fast, you know, and, and it really does, and I never slow down because I'm always thinking of other things and different ways and other ideas, you know. It's like my head full of all of these ideas, and I don't bring them to the public because I see that, you know, people around me, will try to abuse that instead of saying hey man I heard what you said that's a good idea let's link up they're like oh I'm doing that <laughs> and I'm like wait whoa 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 you can do that but why don't why, why don't we do this together then that's when you you get this I don't know and then when you when you do what you do you take off on them and they're like well wait what is you doing that I'm not doing when it comes to this podcast thing, I'm just keeping it 100. Like, a lot of people say that. They've been the same for the last probably 10 years, but a lot of people ain't been keeping it 100. I don't have nothing to hide from nobody who listen to me or who know me. If I, I put it like this. This will be the first time ever on a podcast I say if anybody had any response to me, they can email me. They can just email me. And actually, my like my Detroit homies, they send me stuff on PlayStation Messenger, talking to me, saying, you know, maybe this idea, that idea. And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. That's what's up. You know, thanks for the love. Thanks for, for the critiques. You know, good and bad. I don't just take that as like, oh, well, you can't tell me what to do. Because that's what it's all about. You know, I'm trying to communicate and, and help people understand my situation coming from a black man perspective. But, you know, if, if anybody want to go back and forth with me on ideas or, you know, uh, a disagreement, it don't matter. You can email me at xstarsxtennessee at gmail.com. All of it is in lowercase letters, so you ain't got to stretch your mind. It's all in lowercase letters. So, if, if, if you have, I mean, I, 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 I don't, I'm not... I feel like when I'm doing this, I'm not the type of person that's going to say, well, I don't care what nobody got to say. Because I'm doing this because I want people to learn and I want people to understand. That's just like our next topic. It's going to be a great topic because, like I said, we, we talk about stuff that should be talked about amongst black people in the black community. But, you know, nine times out of ten, you, you only talk about drugs guns and sex so our conversations is like a fucking rap song 
And I'm like, damn, ain't y'all tired of that? I'm 37 years old, bro. I don't care about that shit no more. Yeah. It's time to move past that. Yes, I was misled. Yes, I was out here young and dumb and, and, and on drugs and doing all this crazy stuff. I'm not going to lie and say, nah, I was an angel. No, I, I was hell out here on these streets. And I made a lot of friends. I made a lot of enemies. And I made a lot of fake friends. You know, but at the same time, it led me to where I am today. So I had a realization that I'm hurting everybody around me, everybody I know. I don't want to hurt nobody no more. That That's including people in the street. Like how you randomly walk up to somebody and they bump you or mug you or look at you crazy. And you're like, what the fuck you looking at? And then here we go. You know, it, it's the epitome of the black nigga every time. All, all the black female, it don't matter. It shouldn't even be like that. You should do the same. It should be the same energy when you see a white person. Hey, how you doing? I seen it. I literally seen this shit so many times. Like I was telling you the other day, we was at the store. Mm-hmm. And uh, I ran into a guy I worked with, you know, Terrence. And uh, we we just talking, you know. We talk about me going back to work, blase, blase, all this. And uh, like I said, it's a little young dude. He black. He he would get in the buggies. You know, he, he he rolled up on me, looked at me crazy. I'm like, hey, how you doing? What's up? He ain't say shit. Pulled out, got went in front of the truck, got some more buggies, went over there next to the truck, looking at me with the buggies. It just stood there. You know, I oldest daughter said, Daddy, why he looking at us like that? I said, because he angry, baby, and he don't know why. He don't know why. He don't even know us. So it's not a problem. The problem is he haven't been taught not to be aggressive towards his own people. That's all we've been teaching is to be aggressive towards each other. So he don't know not to be aggressive to us. And sure enough, a white guy walked up. And he was like, hey, hey, how you doing? You have a good day, Sam, sir. Thank you for coming out. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, really, though? So you don't have that same energy towards me because I'm black, because you perceive me as a threat because that's what you was taught. But then this white guy who you don't perceive as a threat, who probably have the most potential threat at the moment, you you love him. That nigga might be a stabber. Right, you love him. <laughs> yeah, I get it. So, like, like I told you, when you came out the store, I was like, yeah, I already know what it was. Yeah. He was hostile just because. And that's and we we so quick to blame shit on white folk. Oh, the white man is. Oh, the white man is. What about our own people being hostile towards our own people every fucking day? Yeah. And nine times out of ten, people listen to this podcast can't tell me that they ain't never had an encounter to where they was hostile towards another black person just because they had a bad day, or just because they stepped on a motherfucking shoe, or just because they bumped you by accident. It don't matter. It doesn't happen. And I don't have plenty of encounters. I'm not saying that I've never been in on the wrong end of that because I have. But now I know I don't need to be that way because that ain't getting me nowhere with my people. And I was waiting on them to say something because I wasn't going. And see, that's the thing. We always waiting for something to pop off in a negative manner. I'm waiting on something to pop off so I can turn it into a positive manner because I wasn't going to cuss them out or threaten them or talk crazy. I was going to say, I don't know you, brother, but 
I hope you have a good day because it seems like you're having a bad day. And I think that's what we don't do to one another. But we'll do that shit to another race. We'll make sure that they having a good day. Or we'll tell them that they having a bad day, that they need to get have a battle day. But we won't tell each other that. Mm. So that's what my mind frame at. Like, I, I'm not going to disrespect my people no more because I'm told to through a rap video or a TV show or, you know, anything. I'm not looking for no beef, no animosity. I'm not trying to fight anybody, shoot anybody, or harm anybody. I'm like, listen, hey, listen, I, I understand you angry, you frustrated. I ain't trying to take that away from you, but, but understand this, I'm not here to hurt nobody. I'm going to try to help black people as much as I can. Viva, you know, I own companies because we do uh, holistic healing. With, with sea moss and, and, and di- other different herbs or, you know, help them express themselves in another manner with T-shirts or, you know, printing. We do DCZ printing or, or just talking, like with the podcast. You know, I don't have no problem with bringing people on the podcast to talk. A lot of people don't want to. Yeah. Especially I, when I say this, a lot of black people don't want to. They're like, yeah, I, I, I'm just going to listen. And I'm like, but your opinion is important. Yo, yo, what you've been through means something. And if you express it to the world, maybe you can help somebody. But we've been boxed in so long, we think that no matter what we do, we're never going to be able to help people. Mm -hmm. So I just want everybody to understand, you know, the difference. I'm going to sum it up like this. When it comes to being an entrepreneur, every black person, I, I, I swear to God, has this spirit inside who? of them. Every black person. You swear to who? Well, you know what I mean. I, I mean, <laughs> okay. that's just the same. That's just the same. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm, how long have I been saying this? Since I was a kid? <laughs> since, I was, since I learned about it? But I, 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 I'm I telling you like this. I don't know you. Right, right. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Okay, go ahead. but I get what you're saying, but... I put this on my kids. Who? I'm just my kids. <laughs> my kids, Mike Jones. Mike Jones. Okay, go ahead. I'm just fucking with you. Every black person has the spirit of an entrepreneur in them, and it's as simple as doing what the opposite of what you know, because the spirit is of an entrepreneur is the creation of something the creation of a business the creation of, it's, it, before it become a business it's an ideal you see what I'm saying so can't no black person tell me that they have not never had an ideal in their life about something that could physically, mentally emotionally or, or wear, eat drink, every black person I know in my life done had some kind of idea whether it was whether I feel like it was a kooky idea or the best idea I ever heard. I don't give a damn how kooky it sound. My first initial thought is do that shit. I, you know that. You be well, like, Well, I ain't going to put a bro idea out here, but you know what I'm talking about, the, the toilet situation. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I'm not going to put his idea out here because, hey, maybe one day he'll bring that to light. Yeah. But, you know, 
even though I might not think that it's an idea that'll work for me, but it might be the best idea for him, and it might actually be something, something great. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like you said, you got to pursue these ideas and quit thinking that, oh, you know, I got to work a nine to five and I work in this factory, I work in this office and I got to do this and, and that's how I'm going to live and die. No, put your idea to light, put some money behind it and, and get it moving. And two, it's frustrating to say this. Um, I hate that I have to say this. Just in the black community, it's so hard asking for help not because you think the help is not there it's just that we have endured so much that we think it's just not available nowhere and you do have those people you can't depend on I am a helper like I always just been a helper all my life and I don't give a shit what it is if somebody feel like they'll come to me and ask for help. I see how big that is because it's hard asking for help. I have went without asking for help just because I was afraid that I might not receive it. If this person wants to help you, go to another motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? That's just you that's what you have to do. Because somebody will help you. You just have to ask for help. I think people get tired of beating their head against the wall. Well, yeah. Because that's 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 really the metaphor that's happening when you're asking for multiple people for help and everybody's saying the same thing because they don't believe in you. And then that leads you to not even believe in, in yourself. yourself. Mm. So, yes, uh, it's, it's, it's good and it's good and bad with that because, like I said, you could get somebody to say, hey, I think what you got is go. It's a good idea. Let's go. Yeah. But you could have everybody say, no, nah, I'm not going to help you. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're right. I don't know. I'm glad to be in the people's lives that will ask me for help. Because that, to me, that's a big thing. Because we so used to no help. I, you know, you done heard your mama plenty of times or aunts and uncles and shit. I ain't had help. I had to do this all by myself. Nah, you done said. And it's just, that's just, it's fucked up. And it's like, you really ain't had no help. You know how shitty that is? You should have had help. <laughs> you should have had this shit. But I get it. But I love when people call me and be like, oh, I need some help. I'm coming, you goddamn it. We, we on our way. <laughs> truck full of goddamn cheering. Signing me up for... for, for. <laughs> It'd be like, you gotta get up. Why? Oh, because I said we were finna do this, this. Goddamn it, I don't want to. Come on, let's roll. You know what I'm saying? But it's an amazing thing because you connecting with something personal with somebody. We are so disconnected. Mm-hmm. And helping somebody is like this icky ass thing. That's true. And it's so fucked up to be like, ugh, help. I got to ask somebody for help. Or, ugh, you asked me to help you. Fuck that. Jump in feet fucking first. All roll around and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Help. Because people... But we different, though. We different because if we help somebody, we don't throw it up in their face. You know what I'm saying? We don't broadcast to the world that this is exactly what we did, why, when, how, and where. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I remember grandmama called me and was like, I heard you was doing such and such and such. I don't know what you talking about, lady. Y'all know that's one woman I ain't gonna motherfucking deny the truth to. I don't know what you talking about. I don't don't know who you heard that from. 
But I, uh, uh-uh. I don't know what you're talking about because I feel like, why should this be broadcasted? This is something personal. I shouldn't, you know what I'm saying? And I told the person that we was having no tell my grandma was nothing. You know what I'm saying? But what she do? just from the figure of the grandmother. You know what I'm saying? Right. Now I get it. But I just, I don't know. I feel like, you know, we should just learn to just help without looking for something in return. Exactly. And even if you, a lot of people, they'll help your ass and they thinking, oh, I know they gonna fuck with me. Such and such. No. Help without wanting shit. And give it back, though. And, you know, I think that's the biggest issue. Like, you know, I went on my boy's house. He was like, help me put this camera up. I'll pay you. I'm like, pay me? You ain't got to pay me shit. Where is that? Let's go. Yeah. Let's, let's put this shit up. What you want? How you want? Yeah. Nigga, and, what, what angle you want today? But then you get the inquiring about how long this motherfucker been sitting in the box. I'm like, exactly. well, say, why the fuck you ain't right. call me? But there you go. I, but I, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, as much as he helped me, why would I be like, yeah, yeah I'm going to charge you for this? Mm-hmm. This simple ass shit that took me five minutes to do. <laughs> yeah. You know, which I understand, yes, it's a lucrative market with, with tech right now being one of the biggest things in America. Mm-hmm. And people are charging just something as simple as putting cameras in your home. Yeah. But if this my dog, you know, he always helped me every time I call him. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter, big, small, whatever it is, he be like, I got you. Why wouldn't I just extend that same olive branch and be like, I got you. Mm-hmm. But see, I think that's what it is with a lot of black people. You know, you help them and when it comes time for them or you ask them the, them for help, they're like, ah, I can't do it. And you're like, you can't do it. And you think from a, a, a unselfish aspect of, well, I sacrificed to help you and now you can't do something simple for me. Yeah. But, but that's how we been raised lately these last two generations to where yeah I'm gonna ask you for help but I'm not gonna help you do shit Mm. so you have to extend that same effort and also too I wanna make this and this should be something very clear Uh, uh, I was talking to my mom one day and we were talking about the subject and she was like well such and such didn't ask and I'm like, but you see the problem. You get what I'm saying? Offer it. You know, you can just offer it. And if they deny it, then I get it. But coming from a, a, a it's just like, do you need me? Like, just do you need me? And that's one that's, and now it can, it's, it has been a problem with myself. Cause I know I done had people be like, Oh, teach me how to do this. this. And I'm like, okay, cool. Then I go back and do a little checkup and they like, man, this girl done fucked my store up. You know what I'm saying? With some fraudulent ass shit. But that was on my end. That I was can't, coupon. Yeah. I can't, um, you know what I'm saying? Control what people do. But I was coming from a good standpoint. You know what I'm saying? And I can see why people wouldn't want to help. Remember how you used to be like, hey, if your job hiring, they be like, I don't know if I want to fuck up my name. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you going to work. <laughs> you know how motherfuckers be stingy with the job plug and shit. Mm-hmm. But I, it took me a long time to get it. Because you do have motherfuckers be like, oh, this shit too hot. I can't do this shit. You know. Man, it's a toss-up, and I think if people all just was, you know, helpful at being helpful, mm. then we could actually get somewhere. 
you know, the old saying used to be, love thy neighbor, you need to be helped thy neighbor. Oh, yeah. You know, and thy neighbor or your neighbor don't got to be the person who stayed directly next to you. It could be somebody in your neighborhood, somebody you grew up with, you know, somebody who ain't that, that far in distance. Mm-hmm. It could be somebody in far distance. Mm-hmm. It just depends on what you can do to aid them. I think that's very important because we have lost that aspect of help with black people, you know. I it been plenty of times I seen black people on the side road, cop bro down, stop and be like, You good? Mm-hmm. They're like, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Like you got triple A coming out, you got some family or friends coming out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that one time we was I think we was gonna pick Lucy up from school and this girl flash was a town or whatever. It was like you had read my mind. He was like, Let me get out and help this girl. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? And she was young and she could have been taken advantage of at any kind of situation. She actually needed you to help her. You know what I'm saying? And you saw that situation with this fucked up ass world with anything going on. And you helped her. You didn't look for no $5 or no shit like that. You just helped and went on about your way. And that's how we should be. Just with each other. But See, you- I seen a lot, a lot of black people pass your ass up. Man, what? And you be like, damn, bro, just, just stop. Just help a brother out. You know what I'm saying? Throw me up. Throw me up. Yeah. I get it. Yeah, that's true. But then you do hear them all weird ass stories. Yeah, like, people stopping and helping and shit <laughs> happening. Yo, it, it's a toss up. But I, I feel like, yeah, it's a toss up. But you you pretty much know how to gauge a situation. Nah, fuck that. No, no, no. Listen. If it's like that girl was in the middle of traffic. Yeah. If anything crazy would have happened, you know how many people was out there witnessing what was going on? That's true. That's true. Now, if you're on the back street on the side road, it's pitch dark, and you're a woman and it's a man, I suggest you keep going. You know? What you say? If you're a woman and it's a man, I suggest you keep going. (laughs) You know, you on, you on the side of the road in the middle of nowhere, no reception now. You don't need to stop like that. But see, that's what I'm saying. You got to weigh the situation. Yeah. You know, when it is, you knew. Like, in that situation, you knew that we could help her. Mm-hmm. Because it really wasn't no fuck shit she could have pulled with all them people in that line and traffic piled up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you do, man. It's like, you really stop for a motherfucker in the middle of the night. Dirt surrounding you and shit. I now, now I probably won't do that. You know what I'm saying? I ain't even gonna lie. This shit like a smooth setup. It's, it, it, <laughs> it feel like a setup. But like I said, if it's in a like somebody stop, like like girl will stop in the middle of the street. Yeah. You know I'm definitely gonna stop and be like, hey, you alright? You know what I'm saying? Even if it wasn't a girl, if it was a dude, I still would have stopped and be yeah. like, you need some help, man. Yeah. You know, and I think that's that's what we lost. We lost that compassion for for our own people because yeah. we always think oh well you know them, they probably had a nigga sitting in the back finna hop out and, and rob shit out of you can ride man got no money on me i'm picking my kids up from school mm-hmm. bro mm-hmm. yeah we don't have no compassion and, and it's fucked up because it's like you for you to get here you somebody's son and somebody's you know what I'm saying like you belong to a, a people a tribe Call quiz. And, yeah, and you you know what I'm saying I, me too 
And it's just like people don't, people are not compassionate. Man, I I, I hear people talk about motherfucking this. And you be, you when you get to looking at shit in a different light, and you be like, these same motherfuckers calling me to gossip about such and such and such and such. I wonder what they call other motherfuckers and can talk about me about. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I be like, yeah, I ain't gonna, I'm gonna stay away from that shit for a while. You get it? So. Right. If people fucked up, don't nobody have compassion. But then, when you do tap into another motherfucking kind of way of being, you can pretty much see how motherfuckers really feel about you from the shit that they say. You know what I'm saying? And the shit that they say around you. And it's it's weird, but it's like, do you really gotta be like that? It ain't weird. You know, the thing is, this is like us homeschooling. It ruffled a lot of feathers yeah. with, with people that we know because they black and really it ain't heard of in the black community to homeschool your kids. They ain't how many black people you know was homeschooled? Not many. Exactly. Not many. Exactly. Not many. So we taught by the government to put our kids through the government system and then wonder why they end up how how we end up how we end up. Yeah, um, I think um, it is. It is. It's messed up because when you like, nah, I ain't feeling this shit right here, and then they, it's like, I think when black people hear you homeschooling your kids, it's like it's it's not right. It's mm-hmm. like it's something bad, and it's like, well, what you gonna teach them? The, the shit that they supposed to be teaching them in school plus more. Can I have that option? And it's like, no. But then, it's the same way when it... Go ahead. It comes to the same way when it's like religious things. Yeah. If you believe in something else, you wrong. Yes. So... Go ahead. It's just like, how how am I wrong? Because I want to do something different. But we li- living in a world to where we can't be different, but everybody want to be different. Mm-hmm. And it's like, nah, I ain't feeling that shit. That shit just ain't too shabby. I, I, I appreciate everybody right now that is homeschooling their kids because, and I understand why some people can't. Right. But it's the, circumstances yeah. that, you know, people can't homeschool their kids, and I'm sorry that they in that circumstance. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, I feel like it's, it's a will, is a way. Mm. You know, motherfuckers will find a way come up with the money to go to see this famous person, you know, work extra hours, do whatever they got to do to get these tickets. So you should have that same energy when it comes to homeschooling your children and quit saying, well, you know, I can't because I'm a single black mother. Or I'm a single father, black father. So I can't homeschool my, oh, yes, you can, buddy. Mm. Yes, you can. Because yeah. they got daycare. You put them in daycare while you at work and then come home and get them. Plan and that was one. You know, I'm not a planner. I'm a, I'm, I'm pretty much call family. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like me, Tiff, and Tam supposed to get together and do a little, you know, a curriculum to where it's easy and and organized. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, like, that's all it really is to it. If you not organized, hell yeah, it seems like it's a, it would be a big ass problem. But we have to stick together at this time because, number one, this shit is weird. This shit just flat out weird. You know what I'm saying? Who knows what the fuck gonna happen, but you still gotta do what you need to do now in the present for the future. 
Right. So why not give your child a chance? Man, these kids is motherfucking getting sick. And then once they supposedly come out of the sickness, they ain't the same. Their bodies is different and people don't see it. They this shit is sticking to them. You know what I'm saying? Some adults can come at this shit and have some kind of chance. Some kids is coming at this shit and have some kind of well, normalcy. For that little boy with the heart issues, you know. Mm-hmm. That if, if people don't know, you know, you listen to this podcast. It was a little 16-year-old boy. He got coronavirus, and uh, he was a normal child. And after he contracted coronavirus and got back healthy... He had heart uh, complications. He an old man now. He's so, got a heart. He can't even play sports anymore. But see, that's the false narrative that the news is feeding people. And for my black people out there, you know, and my cockazoas or whatever you might be, whatever your race, ethnic, religion, background, no matter what it is, may be, the news lying to you. Your kids can and will contract coronavirus if you let them be around people that's asymptomatic. Mm-hmm. Now, if, if that's what you want to do or if you don't know better or don't know how to change or fix the situation, don't take your kids around a lot of people. Mm-hmm. It's just that simple. Mm-hmm. You got people, like people still did fucking Halloween and I'm like, really though? Yeah. I seen a man, we, we was out riding and I seen a guy pull up in his truck. No mask, no gloves, no nothing, handing out candy to kids on the side of the road. I'm like, this shit is wild. Because mm-hmm. no kids had on masks. No parents had on masks. It was like a normal fucking Halloween. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Now, you know, they saying Tennessee back in the red. Because mm. of the spike. Mm-hmm. Because, then, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Biden said yesterday, it's going to be another, it's going to be a dark winter. The narrative is still there. The shit ain't go away. It's not going to just because Trump evaporate. because Trump ain't winning. You know, motherfuckers think coronavirus over because Trump lo- losing mm-hmm. or lost. lost. It don't matter. Yeah, they think it's over. No, coronavirus ain't going nowhere. Mm-mm. It's not, and I think you know you hear constantly. Do your part. Do your part. I understand wearing a mask. True and yes. Yes, I don't know how come every time. Every time we do a podcast, we do a podcast. Them the kids be, be talking like, straight up. Hey, can I do this? They don't never need permission to do shit, and now they want permission when we get busy. Anyway, I think you know you keep hearing this. Do your part. Do your part with wearing the mask and stuff like that. I get it, but also. Any and everybody that is listening, boost your damn immune system. How do you do that? You you get you some minerals, some herbs, some hot tea. You make this shit a ritual and ritual. Let me give you the definition of that. Something you do over and over and over again. You do that shit. You we steam our house constantly. With the right herbs and the right spices, damn it. You know what I'm saying? Our kids, they, they, if we cough, they be looking at us and like, you cool, my nigga? Cause I'll put your ass outside if I it's got like, to. <laughs> that is sick. I'm telling you, our kids be on that shit, and, and you have to 
you have to tend to your body can't fight off something if it ain't healthy enough. Mm-hmm. So even with us getting sick when we got sick last year, before it actually was found out what it was. I was like, fuck this. We ain't going down because this shit ain't right. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never been sick like this. Right. And um, that's when we was, you know, we was down bad. But we pulled together the strength that we had <clears throat> to pull through. Cause and pulled our kids out of school. And pulled our kids out of school immediately. Immediately, because something wasn't sitting right in my belly, I just they kept just... telling us we was we wasn't as sick as we thought we was. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> it wasn't no virus; mm-hmm. it was the flu. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, nah, this ain't the flu. You know, the flu don't hit like this. When them kids started dying, right? We was like, fuck all of that child, that shit, child. We don't know what we finna do, but we finna goddamn do it. We was out there, bitch. They was like, wait. We don't understand. What's the problem? Y'all nasty is the problem. <laughs> can, can they say goodbye? No. no. We ain't shaking no hands. Ain't no best man. Ain't no parties. We done. We out. <laughs> Y'all motherfuckers. Is, my kid. And see, the thing is, and, and I was listening to like, like I was, you know, telling my family like, they is getting sick and this don't seem right. You know what I'm saying? They was like, well, you know, kids be around other germs. And if you rationalize with you like, well, yeah, true. Motherfuckers don't clean like you clean. Or, you know what I'm saying? People have dogs and pet dander and shit. Yeah, that makes sense. But when the adults got that shit and we sitting up here like clawing towards death. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I think you died twice. <laughs> you know. And you, you like, nah, if my child felt like this. The worst feeling ever. That's the worst shit. If my child had a per- 10% felt like this, this shit ain't right. And this, the, it was hitting them back to back to back. You, it was going in a circle. Ain't no way in hell. Ain't no way in hell that was some normal shit. It couldn't have been. Then they came out with coronavirus. Then they came out with coronavirus. Even to the point, remember we was calling the school like, how often y'all motherfucker clean is cleaning up there? Cause we can come up there and clean that bitch up. <laughs> Cause y'all not doing a good. I got bleach, you know. <laughs> I got pants all. I got I got all this shit. Y'all need some donations or something. Cause y'all can't be keeping this motherfucker clean. And then when that man was like, well, we only only mop up messes and we mop the floors like twice a week or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, no, uh-uh. But boost your immune system. And I ain't saying it to plug in our business. No, if you don't get that shit from me, get that shit from somebody. Look up some herbs. Everybody got Google. Look some shit up. I don't give a damn if it's cayenne pepper. Figure out how to work that shit. Honey, but, but, but the difference is you got a specific blend. Oh, yes, I do. You know, and I think people don't understand that when we tell them about the herbs that we use, they be like, y'all, wait, how many herbs you taking? It's a blend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So if you want the blend from us, obviously you need to get with us. Yeah. Now, I, you know what? I'm loving the um feedback which which I always know it was a good you know what I'm saying herb put together whatever but it was a good blend it was a good blend I'm loving how people really feeling great 
Like, I love that, that people taking my herbs and it's like, I don't know what you's got's going on, but this shit is the shit. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never felt this good. And I fucking love it because we don't know how bad we feel until we feel good. Mm-hmm. So I am happy for anybody that is a, a herbal customer that um is taking a blend. I Leica. really ate a, yeah, right. <laughs> I really appreciate that, you know, your health is getting better. Now for the ones that kinda get a little jazzy talking about I don't I don't like the way meat smell. You it ain't for you to eat the shit anyway, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> How many people be like, uh, I don't like meat no more. Is that supposed to happen? I don't know. It's up to you. That shit made my stomach turn. Yeah, yeah, that'll happen. But you, I, I just, I want people to continue. Like, don't look for, like, I was watching something. Uh, you know, we normally don't watch TV, but we was watching something. And they had, like, this stuff that you put on a Q-tip. And then you stick it in your nose. And then that, like the animation is like the germs try to get in, but the stuff that's that you stuck in your nose keep it keep the germ from coming out. Mm, I ain't seen that. Man, I, yeah, I thought we was watching it together. What was? And I was like, it was like some weird ass spray or some shit. I can't remember. I was like, look at this dumb shit. But anyway, you know, now people finna go and buy this shit, and it's just like, well, what the fuck is it? Vaseline? You know what I'm saying? Vaseline with. Neosporin in it and a spray can. I'm just like, uh, uh-uh. uh. But you, the, make sure the inside is is equipped to fight off illness. Mm. If you get your blood pressure together, they telling you all these underlying issues that can make you a higher risk. Fix your blood pressure. It could be done. Diabetes. It could be done. I got a lot of diabetes people that that diabetics. that were well, diabetics that um since stun started on the herbs and they've been taking it for years. They no longer having to do the diabetic diet. The but they don't convince that. black people that they can't get rid of diabetes. Yes, they they have, and I'm like, nah, bro. If you lose weight, you won't be diabetic anymore. But do Did they you know that? lose weight? Mm-mm. I'll be a diabetic for the rest of my life. Uh, you sound real stupid, bro. Mm-hmm. Because along with that is other shit. You got to get, might have to get a limb cut off and shit. Now, do you want to walk around here with one leg and shit? Do you really? You know what I'm saying? Now, nah, fix that shit before it get too bad. But people only want to get something done when it get too bad. And it's just like, you really want to change your life after motherfucking losing a leg and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's it. Let's sum it up. That's all you got to say about health-wise. Yeah. Because you went over to the health, mm-hmm. which is fine, you know. We at the end of the broadcast. And uh, thank you for listening. If you're listening, for supporting, sharing. Share if you haven't shared. You know, uh, go check out Thurman Vikings on Facebook, Instagram. Also, Thurman Herbals. Facebook and Instagram. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and plug little brain and intentions. You know, I, I, I think he on Facebook. Yeah. So, intentions too on Facebook. You know, uh, I can't really think of a lot of other businesses that I kind of come across. You, you got any? I don't even know. 
ain't sure how she. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> you do all that. <laughs> well, that's because I do the sharing, so you know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, definitely start taking care of yourself. Uh, start getting these so-called underlining issues in check. You know, I, I am a strong believer of holistic healing. You know, I was 525. I am now 310 and and still losing. I'm trying to get down about two, 240. Trying to work, walk around with your shirt off and shit. Yeah, I'm trying to get my Gucci man back on. You know, Gucci <laughs> man. I'm trying to get my Gucci man on. So, my shirt off. My shirt off. My shirt off. <laughs> For everybody who don't understand that. And, uh... We, we just got to take better care of ourselves and understand that everything, especially when it comes to these underlying issues that they hollering, is not permanent. Mm-hmm. It's not all hereditary. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to be a diabetic or you don't have to have high blood pressure or be obese. You just need to change your life. Yeah. Change your habits. Change your routines. And I'm telling you, if you feel like you obese, high blood pressure, or diabetic, please find some herbalist to help you. Because you will lose weight. You won't eat as much as you eat. You you won't even be craving a lot of sugar. Mm-mm. Or a lot of salt. Yeah. And uh, you got to change sometimes small things. Like, instead of using regular salt, use a sea salt. Instead of using seasonal salt, don't use seasonal salt. Hit, hit it with some sea salt, some coarse salt. Now, I love using that Himalayan salt. Or Himalayan salt. Mm-hmm. You know, d- don't go for the worst of the worst. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes my food don't be salty. Sometimes my food be salty. And I, I find myself saying, this is too salty. Yeah. I don't sprinkle too much salt on this shit. I'm not finna eat this. Yeah. And I think that's what we got to do. We got to learn how to have some kind of self-control. So, we'll catch you on the next one. Thank you for tuning in to Thermo Viking Podcast.